Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God, even as you listen. Be blessed. Father, give us your word. Deposit yourself into us. Because once you speak, it settles everything. Let your word come like a hammer to break every rocky situation. Let your word come like bread to feed our hungry souls and spirits. Let your word, oh God, come like water to refresh us and cleanse us and prepare us, Lord. We pray, let your word bring healing. Let your word bring deliverance. Let your word bring salvation. Let your word bring direction. Let your word bring a turnaround. Let chains be broken. Let strongholds be pulled down by the delivery of your word. Give us an encounter in you. Because you are all we need and all we want. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to talk about wonders of praise, part one. (laughs) The wonders of praise. Watch this. Why? When we pray, we come to church and we praise God. You see, many people think that in a lot of churches, praise and worship has to go until the preacher is ready. So, oh, the pastor is not here. The preacher is not. Okay. Can you give some more? So your power, so they, they, they sing to occupy the time. That's not why we sing praises. Praises is not meant to occupy the time. Okay, but why do we have to sing first before preaching? Because, you see, there's a protocol. He had last Wednesday, he says that when the minstrel played, the spirit of God came, Elisha, 2 Kings chapter 3 from verse 13 somewhere there. The spirit of God came on him. When the minstrel played, he didn't want to prophesy because the king he was dealing with was a very naughty king, so he wasn't interested. But because Jehoshaphat, he said, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll prophesy. But get me some musician. Let them play. And as the music played, Bible said, yes, the hand of the Lord came. And he said, that's the the Lord. You shall not see wind. You shall not see rain. Yet, that's where he came from. Alright, so when, when uh, it's usually good and the Bible says that it's a protocol, you enter his presence with thanksgiving and with praise and all that. So that's why we usually come praising God. We come saying, Lord, we are thankful. We are grateful. We are, we are nobodies before you. It's all about you. So we begin to honor him. We begin to give him praise. We relax before him. That's why we come. Then if God has anything to say, we said, now God speak to us. That is why usually praise will go. But it's not to while away the time. Some others think that praise is just to have a good time. Have a good time. So many people think praise nice is just to have a good time. Come and jump. Boogie. Hey, hey. Boogie. Pastor Zadig said, the carries the guys have energy. You know, not yet. Last Friday we are come. We have energy. Do you know why? Because we are all out for Jesus. Haven't you realized that people have so much energy at the football stadium? Even those who are sitting in their couch. Oh, go, go. Then forget that he has a waste problem. Oh, go, go. Because when when you are passionate, passion brings energy into play. 
and you are not passionate about something, that's when, when you, are, you become very dull. You become very cool. You become very... De- but when you are passionate about it, how can people queue midnight, throughout the night, to buy an iPad or for, for sale? Because of a green shoe you have seen, you stay on the cold winter. Stay all night waiting or go early, waiting to enter the shop first to go and pick that green shoe. You must be crazy and passionate about that shoe. So, don't stop giving me the, that... Oh, you know, but we have to be decent when you go into public. It's not true. It's not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to. You present yourself, but there are certain places when you are, you know who. I realize when the queen is coming to parliament, everyone, the proud of the guys are small boys. Yeah. Everyone lights up. Yeah. I, I thought the prime, the prime minister, these are the big. No, no, no. When the queen is around, everyone is a small boy. So when God is in charge, you are too small. Yes. You are too small. Accept your smallness. Yes. In the presence of God, then he can make you great outside. Yes. But when you bring your crown in his presence and you want to wear your crown to show, oh, no, no, I'm a big guy. I'm telling you, he will bring you down very fast. Because he said, I will not share my glory with anyone. When you come to church, please drop your self-importance. Yes. You are nobody. Go, go to the hospital. I, I've said this a few times. There was a time, some years ago, I was feeling some fun. I forgot exactly what, but I don't fall sick, so my God's grace. Forgotten what was. But I went to uh, guys, and they asked me to lie down because they have to take a swap or something. And they asked, gave me a garment to change and lie down so that someone will come and take a swap from. And I mean, I'm talking about, hey, pastor, I've been doing programs. People have been seeing my posters all over. And guess what? This lady, young lady doctor came. I said, he said, I'm coming to take us. I said, what am I supposed to lie down? And you, you know what? I had to humble myself. I watched a clip, embarrassing illness or something like that. You look so good. But only God knows. So when you come into God's presence, humble yourself, humble yourself, humble yourself. (laughs) You can't impress anyone. Uh, At least lose your God in his presence and then he'll keep. So we we don't praise God because it's fun to I like people say hey, this song, ask for this song, ask for this song. I like it too. Uh, every praise to our God. Today they sing that song. That's, I'm waiting for that song. So we are praising you, are sitting down. Like mommy, grandma. You are sitting down. You, you, <laughs> you are sitting down. <laughs> you, I don't understand why people even should sit down when we are praising God. Tell someone, humble yourself. Important. So it's not it's not the niceness of the music. Yeah. Even though we have to give God the best. Yeah. Right? And then we don't praise God because it's a religious obligation. Religion. You are not religion. This is what you have to do. We have to clap. Okay. No, that's not why we praise God. So why do we have to praise God? Why do we praise God? According to Psalm 135, verse one and two and three. It's amazing what he says in the scriptures. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. 
Praise him. Oh, you servant. It's a command. Praise is not a suggestion. It's a command. Praise the Lord. He said, if you are a servant, then servants praise God. Those who serve God, praise God. Those who serve God, praise God. Those, if you claim to serve God and I can't find praise of God in your mouth or around you, your service is fake. It's fake. It's not genuine service. Because every genuine service of God emanates from a heart of praise. If you can't praise God, you are not a genuine servant. It's only his servants that praise God. It's a command. Say it's a command. It's a command. Praise is a command. Number, number two, the reason why we praise God, actually number one, actually, is a command. And when you read Psalm 92, it says, praise God for it's a good thing to praise God. And number two, the reason why we praise God is because we were created to praise him. That's, that's our people. We are created to praise God. Remember Psalm 150 verse 6. He said, let everything that has breath, every living thing, let them praise God. Purpose of living. David said that if, if I go to the grave, I can't praise you in the grave. So keep me alive. The reason why God keeps you alive is so, you, so that you can bring him some praise. So once you, once you stop praising God and you replace it with compra- complaining and murmuring, you are telling God that God, I don't, there's no point you do any good thing for me. So we, we are alive to praise him. Actually, we were born, born again. If you are born again and not born against, then you are born again to praise him. Those who claim to be born again and can't praise him are not actually born again. They are born against. First Peter chapter 2 verse 8 and 9. First Peter chapter 2 verse 8 and 9. Let's read from, let me just open my... We're, we're born again to praise. Verse, now let's go from verse 9, it's better. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his, uh, his own special people. Why? Why? Let's read it out together. Tell someone I'm special. Some of you don't believe it, so you didn't say it. Tell someone I'm special. Tell another person I'm special to God. So be careful how you treat me. Listen, those of you who work, or wherever you find yourself, people who are around you, the way they treat you, they have to be careful. Because you matter to God. Yeah. Whether they are Christians or unchristians, mm. it doesn't matter who you are. If you treat someone who is special to God recklessly, you will find yourself to blame. Yeah. That's why Christians, be careful how you talk about other Christians because God will defend them. God will defend them. And you wouldn't like the outcome in your life. Yes. So it says that we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. A holy nation. I am chosen. I am royal. We carry royalty. A whole, a peculiar, very unique people. 
a peculiar people, a, a, a peculiar, special, a special nation. And then, why? That you may proclaim the praises of him who called you. Watch this. So then, it starts to imply that your, your, your peculiarity, you are special for a purpose. You are chosen for a purpose. That's right. So as soon as you stop praising, you start you start depreciating. And so not praising God doesn't make you cool. It puts you at risk. Not praising God doesn't show that as for you, you are very um posh or hey, me I'm cool. No, 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 no. You are actually going down fast. Because once you stop praising God, you disengage God. And so we are special to praise God, okay? So a special uh, uh, chosen generation to praise him that you may proclaim the praises of him who has called you out of darkness. Why did he call you? So you can praise him. So praise is, uh, is our purpose, our assignment. We are called to praise. We are created to praise. I like that song. I was created to make your praise glorious. That's why you are there. You are around. So can you imagine? Why is it that it takes so long to find praise around you? And yet you are created to praise when you are in trouble. The first thing is, no, I'm not. No, praise God. Praise God is not just a cliche, it's a statement. It's a confession. So you wake up in the morning, praise God. That's why we come to church every time. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. It's not just a statement. It's, 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 we are declaring, we are making declaration of our purpose. Praise God. Your friends ask you how you say, praise God, I'm well. Hallelujah. God has kept you well for his praise. He saved you. I'll prove it to you from the scriptures, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 6. We were saved for his glory, for the, to the praise of his glory. To the praise of, do you see that? Look at verse 5. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 5. What does it say in the verse 5? It says that having predestinated, predestinated us to adoption as sons by Christ, Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good according to the good pleasure of his will, go to the next verse. To the, he did that to the praise of his glory, to the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made us acceptable in the blood. We are accepted so that we, his praise can bring, come to So why is it that, you see, listen to this, this is a very interesting point. Please, make sure if there's going to be a problem in a church, in the body of Christ, you will not be a, an agent. Amen. <laughs> because we have been saved that's why we have been accepted in the beloved to the praise of his glory and you operate otherwise am I making some spirit look at verse 12 of the same, the same chapter that we, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his did you see that in one, one, one chapter verse 6 is that to the praise of his glory? When he spoke about what the Holy Spirit has done, and then they spoke about what Christ has done in the verse 12, finished by saying that to the praise of his glory. And then in the verse 14, when he spoke about, so first of all, he spoke about what God has done, I'm sorry, then what Christ is doing, and then what the Spirit of God is doing, verse 14. Who is the guarantee, the Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance unto the redemption of the purchased possession? Well, to the praise of his glory. That's what we call, it's called in theological terms, doxology giving honor to God. So that's why we are around. So from this time forward, anytime you come to church, first of all, you don't come and look for a miracle. 
You didn't get it. Don't come looking for a miracle. Come with this mindset that I'm a praiser. When you, when you, are, when you, you are faced with trouble, start praising God. <laughs> Stop complaining. That's on me. And I know all my friends are getting married. And nobody is getting married. Me. Listen, listen. Makeup is good though. I haven't finished my point too. What did I say? What did I say? But it's not any guarantee. Oh. It's never a guarantee. You can, you can do it so they can chisel it out of your face. It doesn't guarantee anything. I know people who don't even know how to use me. They don't use it. Anytime they try to use it, they don't know how to use it. When you look at them, you're wondering, but how did this lady find this man? Any Tom, Dick, and Harry can be can look attractive yes. and make himself available. Yes. But don't let us be fooled to think that that is all. Yes. The real deal yes. is when you engage God. Stop complaining. Why is it that I'm not getting any job? Since I finished my school, all my friends are not, my God, look at me, I'm a tight player. I'm not. Stop the murmuring. Murmuring is, murmuring will shut your heavens. It will close the heavens because heaven doesn't like that. So as soon as that memory, they have to close the gates quickly. They have to close the gates before you pollute heaven. No, in heaven, you know what is going on. The angels are the what what they think they are doing. Just worshiping God. Bible says they say, Oh, holy, holy. And the 24 what great revelation. All they are doing is worshiping. Lucifer was created to worship till he became very proud and he was chucked out. And then God put us to replace him. So we are here and we are doing that job. And now you two, you want to mm, conf- disturb the worship with, or spoil the worship with some memory. And as for, I mean, how can you be in church and you are complaining about your shoe? That my shoe is not as nice as this one. It doesn't matter, God. And stop that. You are being canal. How many shoes can you wear at a time? The prophetic word in my mouth is the same thing that authorizes me to say these things because it will change somebody's life. So now let's move to this. Jesus says something according to Matthew chapter 15, verse 8 and 9. It is not a nice thing when I saw it in the Bible. It's not nice because it's kind of scary. You can come to church and be singing, but the Bible says that these people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. You are in church and you are thinking about football. So when we are dancing, your mind is somewhere. You're actually dancing, but you're not praising. You're actually singing, but you're not praising. We can hear you, but heaven can't hear you. Because your heart is disengaged. He said, me, I praise that nothing is happening. Yes, no, you have been singing. You are not praising. Jesus says, these people draw near to me with their mouths and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are not actually in it. And what is, he said, if you do that, this is how heaven describes your worship. He said, in vain do they worship me. Vain worship. Heaven doesn't recognize it. You can come to God thinking you are praising, but it doesn't pass heaven's border control. Because it's not from your heart. You are just music enjoy. You are a music fan. 
And so you have, and sometimes, listen, I've been around church for a while, so, you know, sometimes I discovered years ago that Michael Jackson could be singing, people were falling, falling down, whether another power, whatever. Oh my God, oh my God. So you two, when you come to church, you are thinking you are rolling, thinking that I'm thinking that. No, sometimes you can roll and fall, but actually it's just ex, ex, extreme emotion, excitement. You have been so excited in the flesh. But God says, it's not the flesh I want. Because that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom. It's not the flesh. It's the heart. It's like, give me your heart. It's the heart. You see, and when your heart is gone, people can misinterpret you. You don't mind. You don't care. Because you know, this one is between me and God. I am a worshiper. I am. Do I have some true worshipers here? Do I have some true worshipers here? Do I have some true worshipers here? Shout hallelujah! Shout hallelujah! He says that the time is coming now is when the, when the true worshippers shall worship in spirit and in truth. I want a courage where people come here and they look and they can tell that this is genuine worshippers. Right. Genuine worshippers who when they kneel down, you know they have knelt down in their heart first. Yeah. It's not someone who, is, who has knelt down and here I am to worship. Here I am. To bow down. Yeah, I am to say, You are my God. All together, love. All together, we shall praise the Lord. So, God likes genuine worship, and He says that our worship must be genuine. The ingredients of genuine worship, let me just give you five ingredients of genuine worship. One is God focused or God-centered. But then, I heard someone say this, and I didn't believe it. I said, how can that be? That, you know, some of the ladies, they come to church, that was the ladies, they come into church, they, when we are praising, because in Africa, particularly in Ghana, it's normal, the kind of praise and worship, the way it is, as soon as they start praying, people will run to the front and then be dancing. And then someone, someone said, some of these sisters, they come and waste, wiggle their waist just to look for men. I said, how, how on earth will someone dare do this? I'm dancing with the purpose. Our worship must be God-centered, not tie-centered. Shoe-centered. And all kinds of figure-centered. So what? Oh, what is it? No, is someone getting what I'm saying? You, you're, you, you're so carnal, sister. You're so carnal that you're trivializing worship to beauty contests. No wonder no one is catching you and you're worried. You want God to bless you? No man will choose you because God will actually send angels to blind their eyes. So they won't notice you because you are a distraction to the worship. So they won't notice you. If your husband comes from Timbuktu, America, Germany, coming to worship, as soon as he sees you, because of your distraction, God will blind his eyes. He won't notice you. And then one lady, sister who is worshiping genuinely, God will open his eyes that consider this one. Consider this one. Someone shout hallelujah! Shout hallelujah! <laughs> uh, genuine, the ingredients, the ingredients of heart felt, heart centered praise is God centered, number one. Number two, it is based on faith. Faith. You praise God because you have faith in his power. 
Watch this. We don't praise God because everything is okay. We're going to be talking about the difference between praise, thanksgiving, and worship. When you say, let's worship or let's praise him. What's the difference? And I'm going to, with God's grace, I'm going to take my time to give you the Hebrew words for praise. Shabak, Tehillah, Todah, Zamah. I'm going to take my time to Shabak, explain all those things. But then it's very important to understand and appreciate the fact that when we come to worship and we are coming to give God praise, genuine praise is faith born. In other words, you may not have anything to possibly say, I'm excited about, but you still, like they were going to war. God said, praise me. The enemies were before them. They were afraid. But God said, praise me to the battlefield. When the walls of Jericho, it was time for the walls of Jericho to come down. God said, march round the wall. And before the wall comes down, begin to praise me with a shout. Right? So praise must be, it's faith. Praise actually is a function of faith in the power of God. So genuine centered praise is one God Focused. Number two, it is faith-based. Number three, genuine heart-centered praise, or uh, heart-centered or genuine ingredient of genuine praise. Number three, Bible says in Psalm 47, verse six and seven, verse seven, amazing text, serious text. Put it on the screen. Let's just put it on. Let's all read it aloud. Let's go. Let's go. Read it aloud. Verse six. Verse six. Verse six. Verse six. First. Let's read it. Let's go. Sing praises. Sing praises to our king. Sing praises. Verse 7. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing praises with understanding. You are aware of what you are doing. If you have been to an artist's shop or you've been with an artist who is painting something, sometimes you don't know what they are doing, but they know what they are doing. You can misinterpret their actions, but they know what they are doing. Or when you are with a very wonderful cook, or your mom, or your wife, or we say, and so every time your wife maybe pulls some wonderful uh, cooking skills, or and you go to the kitchen with her, which is good for husbands to do that. Can I hear an amen? amen. <laughs> husbands who don't, husbands who don't go to the kitchen every now and then, or as often as possible, are actually not being very, very, very good husbands. Yes, they are spoiling our praise at home. Oh, but my wife is a good cook. He's a good cook. So. He's a good. My wife is a good cook, so I don't need to go there. Even if your wife doesn't want you to help her, it's nice while she's busy doing it. Just go. Hey. Can I hear all the women say amen? Sometimes while she's busy and cutting, chopping the onions, take some for her. Okay. It, it, I think it's just, just nice. Not just the niceness, but I think I think it's smart. Mm. Oh. No, 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 no. See, most wives fear their husbands because they know this man is going somewhere. You, it, you must come to a place where your wife knows that you don't have freely. ulterior motives. You freely. You know, you know what I'm talking about? It makes a big difference for the wife. And actually, God likes that. Brother, you are a pastor. You are a minister. You speak in tongues like machine gun. But at home. 
<laughs> I thought you'd be rising up to say, I believe you are preaching. Please clap for my wife. So when you pray with understanding, sometimes people don't understand why you are rolling. They don't understand why you, you are a young lady. Oh, you are a lady. Why do you dance like this? Why do you shake yourself like this? You don't want to leave them, leave them. I'm going to show you the power of praise. We have, I've not actually started the message. But, but I told you, part one. Didn't you just say part one? <laughs> I'm not, please, stop shouting so I can finish the part one quickly. You know, I don't give title and say part one. I know I give and I end up continuing for three weeks. But to say part one. <laughs> but, but somebody is watching you. Who cares? Who cares? Me, when I come to church or I go to church anywhere, I, maybe I'm going to preach or I make sure I praise. I actually appreciate Bishop David Oedipo, one of the greatest men of God in, the, in our generation now. He's a great man. Great man. When you talk about wealth, God has blessed him so much. When you talk about congregation, <laughs> when you talk about miracles, and so, when you are praising, sometimes there is the proclivity or there is, let me, there is the tendency of onlookers to marginalize your actions because in their estimation your steps and moves are kind of off how can a lady or a gentleman like you be shouting and jumping and lying the floor and I mean that's 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 kind of not posh of you and they they say I may not tell you but they, they judge you in their heart and, but unfortunately, when people do that, God takes them on. Come on. Wow. But your job is to make sure you do it with understanding. Yeah. What does that mean? I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Mommy, what are you doing? Don't worry. I know what. Daddy, but why are we driving so long? Don't worry. I know where we are going. And so when you praise, it says that the, one of the major ingredients of genuine praise is you must praise with understanding that you are praising a king. You didn't see that. He said, the king of the whole, God is king over all the earth. Verse 6. He said, God is king of all the earth. Alright? So, so we praise, we praise our king. So you have to do it with understanding. Say understanding. understanding. So genuine praise, ingredients of genuine praise, number one is what? God-centered. Number two, faith. Number three, understanding. Number four, every genuine praise Every genuine praise, every genuine praise always shows an expression. Or every genuine praise has expression. You can't be praiseful and no one will know. <laughs> so that's what means in my heart. Oh. You don't know. I don't do it like others do it, but it's in my heart. It's my heart. Hey, no way. No way. When can you say you, you, you love your daughter, you love your son, you love your husband, or you love your wife, and they don't know? Oh, honey, you know I love you, but you don't know. I mean, I love you. <laughs> Stop talking. Someone says, that, someone says that, I want to believe what you say, but what you do shout so much, I can't hear what you say. <laughs> so, 
So don't, don't, don't say that you know I love. It works. If you are in love, it will show. Have you seen someone who is passionate about something before? It always shows. It will always show. When a child is passionate about football, everywhere he goes, he wants to carry his football. He's going to bathroom his football. He's going to bedroom. He wants to put this football next to his pillow. Everywhere he's going because see, when you are passionate, in other words, when you genuine praise will always result in expression. So when you are genuinely praiseful, you will show it. You will show it. Someone say, praise the Lord. And you say, hallelujah. That means I agree with you. It's in my heart. Oh, you, are, you are telling my story. Yes, hallelujah. You feel like jumping like that. Jumping and going to, you know, hold the person. Yes, yes. Because the thing is in you. Sometimes you react before you come to yourself. Oh. Because it's so deep in you. I heard Minister Joe say that sometimes yours will be nice thinking, but people will be under, I don't understand how I bounce like football. Because I said, I don't have the uh, viscosity of Pastor Philip and all that. But he said, I, I know, that's my praise. Yeah. So you, you may not appreciate it. But you see, sometimes I jump before I realize that I'm a grown man. <laughs> you didn't get it. Some of us, I told you, I've told you the story. When I used to, when, when in my early days of Christian life, you know, I grew up in Ghana and uh, we didn't have too much that time. So some of, I wore shoes that when it rains or when you are walking, you can literally feel the streets. And I, because your soul touches there. Because it's, it's, it's gone. And I used to dance a lot in church. And I, I was a good worship. I love to worship. So when I go to church, so long as the ushers will permit me, I always want to sit as close to the pulpit as possible. So if not second seat, third, as close. And I usually like to sit at the edges. Do you know why? So that when it's time for, hey, when it's time for praise, I can jump in there. When it's time for uh, worship. So on one occasion, I was sitting very, and it's a huge church. There are so many people, thousands of people. So I was sitting in front, like not front, but. And it was worship. We are worshiping. Like, here I am to worship. Or bow down and worship. And my spirit was all gone. So I just wanted to kneel down. So, as temporarily, I was going to kneel down in the aisle. So I was going to kneel down. And then something told me, hey, your shoes, your shoes. <laughs> the holes are not your shoes. Where you are standing, it's not good. But I was worshiping. See, I, because I was so sold out for the worship, those things didn't come to my mind. So I was going down, I remember. Ah. So now I can't stand up because it will look fake, funny. Oh. So I was I stood there a little bit. Here I am to worship. <laughs> At that time, I was a bit more uh, flexible than now. <laughs> But I squatted for a while. <laughs> worship, worship, I'll never know. Bow down. I bow down, actually. So why am I saying that? It's praise. Genuine praise is so expressive. Sometimes you act before you, you think. Because you, the praise is genuine in your heart. So please, when we come to church and people are praising, leave them alone. Do you know one thing about Hallelujah. Hallelujah, when you shout hallelujah, and she shouts hallelujah, the heart behind it praising God, maybe it's all genuine, no, let's say all genuine, all five, all the five, everyone shouts hallelujah. 
God understands. Maybe this one is shouting hallelujah for the miracle that just happened. This one is shouting hallelujah for the financial breakthrough that God gave her last week, which she hasn't gotten over. This one is shouting hallelujah maybe for um, a new international contact that people are killing for. But maybe this one is shouting hallelujah because God just, God just gave the wife a child after 20 years of marriage. This one is shouting hallelujah because maybe she just was nominated the, uh, something for UN. You know, or she just, just got healed. Or went to the doctors and they said that you are cleared. Mm. Or so hey, hallelujah is different from but they all sound hallelujah. Yeah. But do you know this the truth? God understands everyone of yeah. the hallelujahs. Yeah. And so don't not compare yourself to people, just do your own thing and make sure you go wild, go all out from your heart. You know what you are doing, you don't care what they think about you, you are jumping. Sometimes I appreciate our praise team. Sometimes. <laughs> the way you can tell. But actually, I don't, I can't, personally, I may be wrong on that, but I just can't, I don't appreciate praise worship leaders who are stiff like starch. I'm not expressing. What, what's the point of standing there? Because praise and worship is not about voice. So, no, it's not the niceness of the voice. It's at the heart so people, even if people don't want to worship, they look at you, they are inspired because you are a worshiper, you are expressive, you kneel down. Don't be telling us that, uh, like, uh, 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 bow down, then worship you. Come on, everybody sing, come on, come on, sing. Worship you. Hey, worship you. Hey, stop the here, here. Kneel down. You are saying bow down. You are saying yeah, yeah. Kneel down. Let's see that you actually bow. <laughs> There's a difference between leading worship and doing song ministration and doing uh, your voice on. <laughs> and then you want to copy, baby, Pastor Bani. You want to copy Pastor David, who gives instructions to the musicians. And then you, are, you, are, you want to be like, you know. <laughs> It's art, art, you are acting. <laughs> Better stop that and leave that. I'll come and take the mic and do the proper worship myself. <laughs> Shout hallelujah! Shout hallelujah! Shout hallelujah! What's the first one? What's the second one? What's the third one? And then the fourth one, what's the fourth one? Expressive. And number five, genuine praise is a choice, so it's not a feeling. It's not a feeling. <laughs> Today I feel very sad. And so what? <laughs> and so what? <laughs> Just someone say, it's not a feeling. You say, we are working at the till. You know, and people are coming, you are serving them, and you are so sad, you have made your face. Someone say, hey, what's up? No, no, you can't do that. You can't do either you take the day off or if <laughs> stay then. And then can you imagine you just I just lost lost my auntie. <laughs> they will suck you from please go and sit somewhere. We don't want that at the tail. You understand what I'm saying? So it's 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 when you are at the till to serve, smiling is a choice and you have to do it. Whether you feel it or not, drop that. 
And then, so in the same way, praise, when you read the Bible, Psalm 34, verse 1, he said, I will bless the Lord at all times. I will, 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 will. It's a choice. I will do it. I've decided. Even if I have lost my job. In Habakkuk chapter 3, uh, verse 17, it says that even though the fig tree may not blossom, even though the olive, though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the, uh, the vine, though labor of the olive shall fail, and the field shall know uh, shall you no food. It's like you go to your account, there's no food in the account. Because someone just shared a testimony. I've got about five times what I want. You went and you've got nothing. No food in the vine. Though the, the flock may cut off from the food, maybe they are giving you benefit. They've done all of it. They slash into three. You know, the flock have been cut off. Put it back on the screen, please. I have been cut off from the food, and there'll be no heads in the store. All your dresses are very old now. Your suits are very old. There's no new one. He said, though, yet, say yet. Yes. Say yet. Yes. Say yet. Yes. Praise must be a yet based. <laughs> Do you understand? So when they are expecting you to cry, you say, me, yet I'll praise him. Yes. You are supposed to be complaining, yet I'll praise him. Yes. Things are bad, yet I'll praise him. Yes. How many of us have been in that situation where there are times you feel so down, but yet I will go to church? Yes. There are people here who almost felt like not going to church, but I said, yet I'll drag myself to church. I'll praise him. Now, listen, you don't come to church to see pastor. Because I'm not a comedian. Some people, when they hear pastor is not in church, I'm not going to church. You are not a true worshiper. You are pastor-based, not God-centered. You are not. Oh, even, even, even the other time, I don't know what pastor said. The pastor said something, I'm a so I'm not going to church. Ah, now we know you have been coming because of the pastor. What are you targeting about the pastor? Now the pastor doesn't say hello to me. I'm glad I didn't say hello. So me, I don't even feel like going to church or join. Uh-huh, we have now seen your true colors. Time, see, someone said, one wise man says that the, the, uh, uh, um, patience is a powerful weapon that forces deception to reveal itself. So when people are deceptive, they are trying to deceive us like they are worshippers. They are, they, are, they are wolves, not sheep. They've come to join the carries flock, but they are wolves. Sometimes patience, will, time will tell. Time will tell. There are some people, they come, they want to do something. Oh, I want to join the praise team. I want to the, uh, the, the praise team members, they will say, wait. They will let you wait to see what actually, where your heart is. If you can't worship in the pews and you, can, you think you can only worship on the stage, you are not a praiser, you are not a worshiper, you are a displayer, you are a showman, showman. You are coming to do show. Chuck Norris. <laughs> so, 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 it's necessary we appreciate and understand that for praise to be genuine, it must be a choice. Don't watch this. Don't let your circumstance take away your praise. Because if it takes away your praise, it's taking away God. Some of the things I will say in the next part two, it possibly maybe Friday or Sunday, part two, some of the things I'm going to say is that when you praise God, when you celebrate God, he makes a celebrity of you in life. Praise is powerful. So don't let anything take, take your praise away. Even when you are down, you are must to make a commitment that even when I am down, yet I'll praise God. He says that yet, 
yet I'll praise him. Put, put that scripture. Let me finish on that. He said, yet, one we are just reading in Habakkuk. He said, yet, even though all this, yet I'll, I'll rejoice in the Lord. I'll joy in the God of my salvation. Then when you go, he says that he will make my walk in my high places. The next verse, I'll walk in my high places. He'll make my feet. Before all those things come, you have to come to a yet stage. That in spite of the negativities, I will praise God. Is somebody wanted to praise God? We want to, we want to go into some five minutes of demonstration. That God, I'm, I love you. I'm crazy for you. I will dance. There are different expressions of praise. One, one of the major expressions of praise is singing. Then you have to dance. It's dance. There's a dancing aspect and there's a shouting aspect. There's a clapping aspect before the instruments even come. So with that instrument, you can dance. You can sing. You can praise. But Bible says, making melody in your heart to the Lord. Ephesians 5, 18, 19. Making melody. The thing is coming from your heart. And this morning, or this, we want to demonstrate. We want to demonstrate. Say, God, I am a praiser. I'm a genuine praiser. As genuine praiser, I am a hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Is someone get something? Is someone ready to give the Lord some wild praise? Some Rua, some Barak, some Shabbat, some Tehila, some Toda, some Yada, some, 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 come on, come on, come on, some Nakat. Someone lift up your voice and give the Lord. Don't wait for instruments, don't wait for instruments. We thank God for using his servant, Reverend Dr. David Entry, to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at caris.org. Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Caris Ministries. Stay blessed.